0: Hi, and welcome to the All Terrain Podcast, brought to you by the Youth and Children's Ministries Unit of the Salvation Army in the United Kingdom and Ireland Territory. I'm Jo Taylor, and in each episode, I invite a guest to take a hypothetical hike with me as we find out about their real-life journey to this point. Along the way, they'll make four choices and answer four questions. In this episode, our guest is Joanna Adeinka Burford. Joanna is a TV presenter, entertainer, and author who has appeared on shows including CBBS, The Let's Go Club, and more. If you've come across our team's Raise Children Leaders training, you may also recognise her from there. Joanna is also a wife, mother, and person of deep faith. Our conversation covered a huge amount of ground, and as she answered the questions, there were so many moments of deep resonance for me. So without further ado, Let's get stuck in. Um, well, Joanna, it is so good to have you here with us on the All Terrain Podcast. Really excited to have this conversation with you. Um, I've already introduced you a little bit in um, in my intro, but I'd love to hear from your perspective what it is you do, what your everyday looks like, and what life is like for Joanna. Um uh,
1: hi morning hi uh
0: so yeah
1: i what does my everyday look like that's a really good question because everyday it's probably pretty different like there isn't being a freelancer there isn't a regular pattern mm. to my day to day so obviously if i'm working and i'm in the studio Those days look like kind of getting up early, going to work, getting into makeup, costume, being on the studio floor and having a full day of fun recording Um, and then, you know, crashing at the end of the day and getting ready for the next day. But I could be at home. I could be writing. I could be dreaming about a project. I'm often thinking about what else can I do and um, who can I, you know, who can I get in contact with who can I collaborate with who can I you know sort of dreaming and scheming um or I could be mumming I could be yeah just I often find that the first portion of my day um if I'm at home is literally put away whatever's on the dryer both clothes and crockery um (laughs) I love to throw the hoover around my husband hates that I call it a hoover he thinks it should be called a vacuum cleaner
0: (laughs) we have the same conversation in our house I grew up always calling it a hoover despite never never having actually owned a hoover a hoover yeah but yeah but that's what I've always called it whereas my husband was technically correct with the vacuum
1: yeah, I've got the same thing. So if I want to, you know, pr- push a few buns, I'll call it a hoover. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely whiz that around. You know, I, I like my environment to be just right if I've got work to do at home. So I like things to be tidy. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, honestly, every day it looks different. That's a little bit of a ramble for you. but um,
0: No, it's great. Yeah. It sounds like you sort of thrive in that that variety and in that kind of difference of things going on
1: and i'll tell you one thing i do every day is uh make a list
0: okay nice
1: i make a list for every day and i probably make it i'm a bit of a list fanatic so i probably make (laughs) a list at the beginning of the week of like everything i've got to do because life is so different and it's very easy to forget stuff um so i'll make a list of everything that needs to be done everywhere i need to go a person i need to contact every phone call i need to make um and then each day <laughs> or each night before I go to bed, I got kind of to make a list for the next day just to make sure nice. I don't forget anything. And I often now this is like, you know, I'm I'm sharing my deepest, darkest secrets here, but I often put timings next to the things. So wow. um, so that I stay on track. And I tell you, the other reason I do that is so that I can also carve out time to rest and to chill in my day as well because otherwise it's very easy to just be busy all day and Mm. i like if i can make sure i've done everything say between by one o'clock then i'll have like two hours i can do what i want and um
0: before i go and get the kids and get on with the next part of life i've got a lot of respect for that and i i could only aspire to that level of list management but I've got
1: an awful lot of of respect
0: for it Um, it's great and I love that all that sort of variety and also that kind of managing of of those differences and and how each day kind of can look completely different from the other that you figured out all the different ways of managing that but we ask every guest to make four choices and answer four questions as we travel together on our hypothetical hike and so we're going to start with our first two choices and the first one is where we're walking today um so where we're walking
1: today is somewhere i was um in the sort of september october 2022 um i was in eastbourne and i was staying sort of on the beach but not far from where we were it's a beautiful place called beachy head mm, and it. it's um you know beautiful white cliffs it's a bit of a walk it's so a little bit of uphill so we might get a little tired joe not gonna lie um <laughs> but it's absolutely stunning yeah is that a like is, co- does coastal just work for you is that it is absolutely the place that i would love to be so i stayed yeah. um we were I was on a, on a job, a sort of theatre job, and that was, that was being filmed. Don't know what you call that, a theatre film. Um, <laughs> and we stayed in this hotel and it was right on the beach. So every morning I'd open my curtains and just see undisturbed water for Amazing. miles. And it was the most peaceful, precious thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, i could live here <laughs>
0: it's yeah, so gorgeous beautiful. Yeah. there is something really life-giving about being by the sea um, there really I'm is ha- yeah. i'm very happy i'm looking forward to joining you there and then and mm-hmm. um, who else is going to be joining us that's our next choice so i ask you to bring one living um person one dead person and one fictional person with us
1: okay now i have to tell you something else about myself i'm not very good at making choices um <laughs> So when you say one, you know, I'm gonna just throw some curveballs in here because, you know, there's no rules. Um Well, there are, but I'm breaking them.
0: Uh yeah. we'll never so, do that. As long as it's good content, that's absolutely fine. Break all right, off. okay. So basically, <laughs> I I'm actually I much
1: prefer having conversations with people one on one. I mm. actually find it really difficult if I'm in like a group, but uh, People think this is weird about me because they're like, no, Joanna, you, you know, you can chat for ages. And I can, but I'm much better having a one on one conversation with somebody. Um, So I'd probably like to do a bit of tag teaming um, with my people. I'm going to start with my fictional, fictional person. My fictional person would be um, my 70 year old self. And it's fictional because it hasn't happened yet. And so obviously we don't know what she's going to be like. But I think that would be so fascinating to be able to talk to her and reflect, you know, on Mm. on whatever experiences have happened between now and and then. Um, My person, or actually two people that we're going to tag, maybe tag out, uh, that are not with us anymore. One... Queen Elizabeth II (laughs) because she I just think I'd want to pick her brain you know where she doesn't have to be all royal and stuff she can just be real and Mm. um I just love to know I just love to know what's really going on you know underneath the surface and the other person is my best friend who I lost at the beginning of 2020 and her name's Lizelli and I would love to be walking with her. Um, We've missed, you know, it's almost been three years and um, just to share and and chat to her. We used to talk pretty much every day. So um, she's coming. Um, And the people who are living okay like there's a few I could tag out and you can just tell me we won't have to stop um <laughs> one I don't really know why this is but this is the first person who uh sprang into my mind because we walking in beachy head and it's so beautiful David Attenborough oh yeah great because oh, yeah. I'm like, and his voice is just so cool and soothing. Oh, beautiful. We'd have have a great conversation, <laughs> wouldn't we? But you know, I, probably not for the whole time. Um, yeah. I my mum. Tired on the. He uphill, would like. get tired. It's a bit of a steep hill. Yeah. Um, my mum, because <clears throat> she can literally have a conversation with anybody, um, anywhere. Like often, I work in, I live in London. I work in Manchester. It's a two hour, two two hour train journey from Houston. My mum once traveled on the train with me from Manchester to London she met a complete stranger found one thing in common and she literally talked to them non-stop Amazing. for two hours and seven Amazing. minutes so she's epic <laughs> she can come because she can entertain David Attenborough when I'm chatting to the Queen uh,
0: um yeah, that, that's probably it. Yeah, I think we'll leave it there. I think that's good. I feel I think that feels like a really excellent combination of people, and definitely some people there that I'm very much looking forward to meeting. So, <laughs> very, very happy to allow you to bend the rules on that one. <laughs> and now that's established, that where we're walking and who we're with, mm. we can move on to our first question, which is, How do you face change?
1: Oh, this is a really interesting concept isn't it um change because i actually thought that's actually quite hard to answer but the more i think about it it's i almost think about change in two ways because one we're changing all the time hmm. we're constantly changing and we're designed that way like almost if you're not changing and you're not growing you're static and you're or you're or you're, you you're dead you you know if you're always growing from when we were a baby. And I had this kind of idea that, I said this to somebody not so long ago, I said, wouldn't it be weird if um, we didn't look in the mirror for 10 years and we were like, whoa, (laughs) what happened? Because we we don't realise because every day we see ourselves and it's incremental changes, small, 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 small. But then 10 years later, then it's like, whoa, I've changed so much. But actually you're all changing all the time. So I think change is probably the most normal thing. It's the most normal part of life to grow and to change. I think often when we think about change in the more, you know, shocking way is the changes that are unexpected or unwelcome. Mm. Um, And I think those are the ones where we have to somewhat uh, deal with those changes, you know. um, Yeah. And I think for for me, for example, um, Lizelli, my friend who is walking with us, when she passed away, it was an unwelcome change. I didn't yeah. want that change in my life. Um, we had prayed and prayed and believed and believed for her uh, to be healed and that she would have more time on on earth with with her family and and friends, but when she died it was an unwelcome change in my life and mm. I have had to wrestle with it but the one thing I had to sort of come round to is that even though our lives might change for good for bad like that God is still good mm. and God is still who he says he was and he is still he is our constant even when mm. things change and I think my kind of trust in in God, even though it wasn't, you know, not an instant thing, I really, like I said, I really had to wrestle with it and wrestle with God with this. But that's kind of where I ended up is actually Mm. having to go. There are some changes that, some changes that are normal and that are right and expected and that we need and we need to grow, we need to change. Mm. But some changes in life that we don't anticipate, that are uncomfortable and in those uncomfortable times we have to choose to still go, but God is still good.
0: Mm.
1: And He is still He still loves us and He is still faithful, even though this is not the change I wanted to see. Um and then I think for me also there's exciting change. Like yeah. change that you want to happen, change that's um you know, you do welcome. I'm a big uh i'm a big goal setter and a big dreamer uh, yeah. every year at the beginning of the year it's my favorite time of year january because i i get to set myself new challenges and new goals and i get yeah. to kind of identify the things in life that i want to change so i'm like well this isn't the way i want it to be yet so what could i do to get there you know and i actually yeah. plan change um and so for me again this is called, comes back to my list culture. <laughs> it's um <laughs> it's kind of going all right. Well, what are we what do we want to change here? Like what what's working? What's not working? So if it's yeah. not working, change something. Um yeah. which is which is fun and exciting. So yeah, that's I guess long-winded three ways of change
0: it's really helpful because I think so often we fall into that trap of being someone who says oh I really like change or someone who goes oh no I really don't like change but actually recognizing that change is just part of life for everybody and it's about identifying the type of change and therefore Mm. dealing with it appropriately and in the way that is effective for that type of change so like you say that kind of we are changing all the time and no matter how much cream I put on my face it is changing (laughs) I can I can try and fight that but gravity is taking hold (laughs) and that and that is an inevitability and I can choose to fight it or I can choose to accept it embrace it almost embrace it Mm. and then that stuff that becomes really difficult actually sometimes we do need to fight certain things and sometimes we do need Mm. to to resist certain things but then Mm. finding that point of acceptance once it's happened Mm. I think is the real key there isn't it Mm. yeah absolutely and how do you mind me asking how Mm. how did you do that what did that so so the death of your friend was a real tragic loss, but just thinking about um those uncomfortable changes generally and identifying mm. the constant um and for for you and for I that would be recognising the faithfulness of God and the constantness mm. of that. But how do you lean into that? How do you identify the constants?
1: Mm that's yeah, it's a great question. Um yeah, obviously like you say for you and I it is rooted in 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 faith um but how you recognize it um <laughs> real, honestly I I'm know, sometimes actually. it I takes know, some thinking I doesn't know, it how, I, I, yeah I'm sort of trying to think how how you get there I mean for me I think some of it's about choice as well so mm. I'll, I'll use sorry <laughs> I know it's not the most fun topic to talk about death but it's real um but i remember before um before my friend had died i'd actually it was a few weeks before and i'd written a a poem Hmm. randomly uh as you do on the train um and it was it was this kind of outpouring of like faith and standing on kind of what i believed and yeah um you know the truth of of god kind of that he is a healer right somebody had said to me though really helpfully that you know god is a healer but sometimes he doesn't heal here on earth sometimes he heals Mm. in heaven like some we just see it that we just see it the way we kind of the ideal for us
0: um
1: but anyway i'd written this poem and actually not knowing that maybe three or four weeks later she was going to pass away and I was able to when I looked back on it it was a reflection of what I knew was steadfast but it was like a decision that I'd already made this is what I believe and this is what I know is true Hmm. so when the the change and the kind of if you're like, you know, we're on beachy head, the wind comes to blow us and try and knock us knock us down, that you've got something to lean on that you that was there already. It was a choice yeah. that was made already. It's not like, oh, now I'm going through this change and life feels chaotic. I'm trying to hold on to something, trying to find it. Yeah. That's really hard. But yeah. I think actually if we've already made a choice, we've already got a foundation, I'm going to choose... Um, that this is my constant no matter what happens yeah so for me in life there's lots of change like with work being a freelancer I don't really know whether I'm going to be working or not (laughs) Um, but I have to kind of make some kind of choices about a who I believe that I am who are my worth um, as a person as a performer as a as a mom, as a whatever, as a wife to kind of go, I know this is who I am, no matter what happens next, no matter what kind of wind comes to blow me, what change comes, jobs may get taken away, nothing might happen. Mm. But if I've already gone, but this is who I am, this is who I know I am,
0: Mm.
1: I've got that to stand on when the change comes. So I think it's about making a decision first rather than trying to grab onto it mid-change, because that's really, really challenging.
0: Yeah, that's really helpful. And I guess that's, I see you'd written that poetry and for some people it will be journaling and they're able to kind of look back and go, oh, actually I knew this then. I can can know it now too. Mm. And that reflection process, I guess, is really, really helpful. Thanks, Joanna. Sorry, that was a really difficult question, but... I think you answered it really helpfully so I'm really glad I asked it (laughs) even if you weren't so glad initially
1: (laughs) no it's good it's real it's real we like to be real
0: (laughs) um our next question and I and from what you shared about change and especially that unwelcome change there's going to be some um commonality here I would imagine Mm. but our next question is how do you move through suffering
1: yeah I love it I'm loving these deep questions Joe <laughs> no it's good um how do we move through suffering um wow I mean suffering is never fun, is it <laughs> let's face it no. um there's no there's no there's no I, there's no right way there's no good way there's no <laughs> it's just but I think for me um it's gotta be. Like almost, I was going to say day to day, but it's almost moment by moment
0: Mm.
1: when it comes to get moving through suffering because you don't really know how you're going to feel. You don't know, you just have to kind of allow yourself to experience whatever you're experiencing, whatever's going on. Yeah like not hiding from it, not running from it, but almost, like you said, with change and, you know, you've got to almost, embrace sounds too much of a like a strong word, but you know, you've got to just allow it to happen mm. and and walk and be gentle, be gently walking through it um, moment to moment. and And again, for me, obviously faith and God is such a big part of my life. And when I've really um, had challenging times and had to walk through suffering or grieving, it's almost like allowing myself to completely collapse into, like, the arms of God, like in... Mm. I know that I can't hold it together and that's okay. Like yeah. we don't I don't think we need to always hold it together. Like let's get that out of our heads, people. Like we don't yeah, have yeah. it all together and that's yeah. all right. Um we don't need to pretend. Um and it, but it's just going, God, I just need you. I need you to hold me. Mm. I cannot I cannot cope on my own because I'm suffering or I'm hurting yeah. or I'm grieving. And then allowing him to kind of give me the strength. It's like collapsing into like a really mega fluffy duvet. And um <laughs> whoo, can you imagine? Like, whoa, just it, like wrapping round you. And then uh, um, I'm a real kind of, <laughs> I love imagery. So for me, I can imagine with her falling onto like a big cozy bed, um yeah, falling there, into
0: I, it. I, I can see it all. I can see it. Yeah,
1: see like it. the fluffy big white duvet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it kind of gently, the springs just pushing you back up again mm. to give you the strength for the next part, the next moment, the next day.
0: Mm. And for me,
1: like when I've had to move through suffering, it is about kind of allowing myself the times when I need to do that, the times yeah. when I need to collapse into that duvet and... Yeah then regain my strength for what for the next little bit yeah and get up again yeah
0: yeah I hear that I think there can be a lot of pressure can't there to do the stiff upper lip thing Mm. I'm fine (laughs) we just sort Mm. of sing merrily and not allowing ourselves to to have those moments of collapse or almost denying ourselves the opportunity for for rest and for healing and Mm. all the things that we need for sustenance I guess yeah definitely yeah and are there things that you do that that kind of help you find that rest and help you find that peace and yeah and help you kind of recognize those those moments where you need to sort of lean into it rather than fight it um I think I can recognise when
1: I need to when I need to stop because yeah. I probably start getting a little bit uh, narky you know, mm, okay. <laughs> with people around me. I can yeah. I can feel and I'm like this is not about you. This yeah. is not about the fact that you don't want me to call it a Hoover. <laughs> this <laughs> is about the fact that I'm having a, a hard time. So yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's me kind of yeah. I'm able to recognise in my behaviour and go oh, yeah. You need a minute. You need some time. And for me often, it's probably good to just take myself away. And I love listening to kind of, I love listening to worship music mm-hmm. and filling myself with, I don't know, like truth. Because that is that, yeah. again, that that stable, that constant of even though mm-hmm. I feel like this right now, this is what is true. Yeah. Um and not getting swept away because I think it's really easy to um, spiral as well in our yeah. kind of emotions and suffering. And I think it's really important to catch that before we we do. And and also recognize that as much as sometimes what, what we're going through is very real, sometimes our emotions and our feelings hmm. are just feelings, <laughs> and we yeah. can we can have some kind of um boundary with ourself about not allowing those to kind of go to a place that is is mm. it's is not healthy or mm. whatever so it's kind of going okay I know this is how I feel right now mm. what what can I um I need some time I maybe need some time to myself maybe I need to just sit and just process maybe I need to write it down maybe I need to talk to a friend um I think that's always really helpful like with a trusted friend um with my mum who's here on the walk you know yeah call her and be like okay this is going what do you think about this bounce I you know this is this is what I'm going through and and just get somebody's somebody else to not even just give you advice just to to listen to you sometimes it's just externally processing what you're feeling is really helpful for like you say for a lot of people journaling is really good tool yeah. um for me I I much prefer to do that verbally so for yeah, me to yeah. be able to just I've got some amazing friends who are just great listeners um yeah so that's on a, a really good way for me to process what's what's yeah. going on
0: and that's really important isn't it because uh, as you said we're gonna process it somehow so mm. we're either gonna process it in a way that Is destructive for us or for our relationships, and usually those relationships that are actually the most important. Mm -hmm. Um, I totally identify with that. You know, it's not it's not really about the Hoover, (laughs) (laughs) and um, I think those that we love most and those that we're closest to can be the ones that that suffer when we don't process our suffering effectively. Yeah, um, so we are going to process it in some way mm. so the choice is not whether or not we suffer it's mm. it's how we process it and whether or not we process that find an effective way of processing it pro- gosh that's a hard word to say lots of times <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that to <laughs> and whether we find a a helpful way of processing it that mm. isn't destructive and actually is is life-giving and and healing and helpful yeah no yeah yeah well I'm really looking forward to having your mum there because I feel like I've got things that I could get off my chest and that would be (laughs) excellent (laughs) and
1: and she literally knows everything about everything like I used to call her the walking encyclopedia because I could literally just ask her anything and she'd be like oh yes i'll tell you about that no, 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 no. she's like read a hundred books on it as a child she used to uh, read the dictionary um, wow yeah so she's super knowledgeable which is brilliant that's incredible
0: i love that just yeah. hungry for knowledge and she's hungry she's hungry for it. Pursuing she's it and now for a quick ad break What is Shalom? It's about loving every child and young person. Shalom means helping them to find wholeness and community by being with others, being with creation, and being with God. At our 2023 Youth and Children's Leaders Conference, we're inviting you to consider what it would look like to be an army of Shalom makers. It's an invitation to high challenge and a lifetime's work. It's an invitation to commitment and radical love. We'll offer teaching, stories and resources rooted in the reality of the current landscape as well as in the hope we glimpse through present ministry and the promise of God's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. We'll be gathering in Warwick from the 24th to the 26th of March. This is a conference for the committed and also for the curious. It's for the long haulers and the newbies. It's for volunteers, employees, church leaders and officers. It's for anyone who wants to be inspired, encouraged, resourced, and part of the conversation. Please check out salvationist.org.uk forward slash shalom for more information. We'd love to see you there. And now, back to the podcast. Um, It's time to make one of our choices, and I always say that this will be a good chance like this choice is only going to be useful like if the conversation dries up but it doesn't mm. sound like this is going to happen but maybe on a particularly steep stretch we might need to catch our breath and so yeah. we will make our third choice which is what we can listen to as we're walking so yeah so on the steep bits when we don't yeah. want to have to talk what's in our ears yeah,
1: that's a really good question because there is some, There are some steep bits on the way up to Beachhead. Um, Head. <laughs> definitely, David would be bowing out now, um, <laughs> and the Queen.
0: I think she's probably yeah. 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 We, 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 we can give them a helicopter ride up to the top. I reckon, or the Queen could bring one of her. Could have bought one of her like Land Rovers or something.
1: Oh, great idea! Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And David, probably David, the Queen, and my mum. Okay. And my seventy-year-old self, even though I okay. like to think I'll be yeah, quite they can fit, go in the land. still, it's They can go in the Land Rover. We'll, we'll put them in the we'll Land Rover. <laughs> <laughs> but what would we be listening to? Um, oh, as I said, oh, I love. I don't know. I don't know if I did say this, but I do love music. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So, but I'm quite kind of. I've got. You know, I like. I'm quite eclectic in my type of music i like to listen to so my playlist would be a bit all over the place no one else would probably enjoy it it would have um (laughs) it would have some like old school funk on it okay i'm um, i'm good with that good with that um it would have a bit of probably a bit of jazz on it a bit of piano jazz just because to chill us out but probably not on the walk up the hill on the walk up the hill it's probably going to be like kelvin harris or something like that um okay yeah I love a bit of, um, I love a bit of Kirk Franklin, you know, some punchy, Mm -hmm. bit of gospel punchy, get us up the hill. Um, Yeah, I like all sorts. I like classical music. I did, I trained as a a ballet dancer when I was younger, so I've I've got a real love for classical music as well. But again, probably not walking up the hill. We'll save that till we get to the top.
0: Yeah, I was thinking either the classical or the Kirk Franklin, I feel would work like really well with the the vista. Like yes a bit of reflection time yeah
1: at the yeah, top no. um and i do enjoy listening to a podcast but i feel like it wouldn't be quite the right time on the walk but if i was listening to a podcast i'd probably listen john and lisa bevere have a podcast called conversations okay that's great they're uh, sort of uh, a couple further along on the journey than I am, and it's really good. It's really good. It's like really raw, really kind of yeah. um lots of wisdom in there. So I quite enjoy listening yeah, nice. to that. But that might be more of a, like, if I got to the top, we got to the top, and we just were having a, a sit down and quiet time by ourselves. But you know what? This conversation's yeah. cooking. It's, it's banging. Right, I don't yeah. think we're gonna have time for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm I'm enjoying the pairing. I like the idea of something like Calvin Harris to kind of give us that burst up the hill like that bit of energy that you need mm. I find like with running like I need when I'm mm. tired so when I'm when I'm just running along I'm all about the podcast but at the point where I know I'm going to get tired I need that energy of music and I need a uh, Kind of a nice beat to make my legs go. Yeah. So I'm enjoying You almost that. follow the beat when you run, don't yeah. you? It's like yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah. So something that's gonna push us up that hill. Push us up. Absolutely us up. brilliant. Yeah. Amazing. That's great. And um, you might have touched on this a little bit, and mm. your choices of music have definitely given me some joy. So that's excellent. But mm. how do you receive joy? Um, I, yeah, definitely listening to music,
1: massive joy receiver for me. So often, I mean, if I have my way, I probably have music on at home 24-7. Um, So yeah, listening to music and dancing, dancing around like an absolute loon gives me a lot of joy. I, uh, as I said, I trained as a, a dancer. So dance for me is like... A language of love, of just mm. life, like not particularly for anyone else, yeah. um, but just yeah, I just love it. And I remember as a kid, um <laughs> my mum would if I was getting a bit frustrated or she could tell I was just not feeling quite right, she would be like, mm. Joanna, I just need to go and dance. Just go yeah. and dance it out. And I would, and I would feel so much better because it would just I you know, yeah, that's that's definitely a big joy bringer in my
0: life. Um mm. a so joining, so... joining up of like your your body and your soul is like really yeah. important isn't it like just like uh-huh. we've got to be present in those moments of suffering actually being present in our bodies is mm. is really important I think and dance is such a great way of doing that yeah and there's no rules no you That's know weird. that
1: phrase kind of dance <laughs> like no really. one's watching kind of thing <laughs> yeah. like you can do that and you know who cares <laughs> doesn't matter it doesn't matter do what you want to do let's just just move your body yeah you know some people don't like dancing and that's that's totally cool but for me I absolutely love it love moving mm-hmm. along to music um yeah and I think that joy is so precious it's just it's 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 internal, isn't it? It's like mm. it's like a fire in, in and something that sustains you in your in your belly. And mm. for me, doing everything I can to hold on to my joy, yeah, is really important. And yeah. not allowing anything or anyone to kind of to um, take that away, because I think there's been times in life when. You know, there's people who might be feeling a certain way. They might be grumpy or they might be um, upset or angry about whatever it is that's going on. But not letting that reflect too much into into me. Obviously, if I'm upset about something and you know, i got to deal with that. But if I'm not and it's their upset. I don't want to, I don't want to have that. I don't need to <laughs> yeah. wear that. So, you know, having that joy is such a, like a strong um, thing that runs through your veins. For me, yeah. it's really, really important. And um, yes, and I definitely, I do, I get a lot of joy from from movement. i tell you the other thing that gives me joy is um, seeing people be completely themselves. Like that gives yeah. me so much joy. Um, I met somebody uh a couple of months back on another job it was a we we're doing a play and i didn't know her i knew quite a few people there but she wasn't one of the people i knew mm. um and she was like so confident and often when you meet confident people um there's and this is not and this is not a bad thing but often um there's always there's a lot you know you get to know them and there's a lot under the surface and that sometimes that confidence is actually um a bit of self-preservation or um you know the feeling that they have to be because actually what's underneath Mm. is they might be finding really difficult um but with this particular person she was just through and through confident in who she was and it was just so refreshing it was so refreshing, and I had to say to her after a few days in rehearsals, I was like, "You are just giving me so much joy because yeah. you just are so comfortable in your own skin." She was a, she was a bigger, bigger girl, and just I was like, "You love your body, you love your voice, you love yeah. your hair, you love your skin, you love your do you know what I mean? You you've got yeah. this." skill you're an amazing um actress and it's it's like but you're so you're not like you know she wasn't I don't know not one of those people you thought oh you're you're so awesome you're intimidating me because you're so amazing you just (laughs) felt like that kind of permission to be you as well because she was like this is just me this is how I roll and it's so freeing and it just gave me so much joy
0: yeah I love that and I think I think there are two things there that become really invitational don't they like if when when you are around someone who is is joyful it it does become infectious and mm. it does become come an invitation for you to experience joy as well which is why holding on to it in in negative spaces is really important because actually you want to invite people into your joy not let them mm. invite you into their yeah angst um Mm. but that whole like when someone is truly themselves it does give you permission to to be yourself too and and you're right there is nothing more joyful than than just being truly yourself
1: I think yeah yeah it's a really precious thing isn't it because yeah we're all we're all totally different and that's the beauty that's the beauty like we don't need to try and fit in with anyone else or do what anyone mm. else is doing or sound mm. like anyone else we just be ourselves I
0: mean yeah it's freedom not it? yeah and that and that doesn't diminish other people either I think we can no. I don't know again if it's a, like another like the British stiff upper lip thing I think mm. there's maybe kind of something in our kind of cultural psyche which is that we should make ourselves smaller because we don't want to get in the way of other people or to Mm. to kind of be really out there as ourselves we're somehow Mm. taking space from others Mm. but actually the most beautiful thing is when everyone is truly taking up their own space and Mm. and then it means that all the space is filled with with just wonder and yeah the beauty of the spectrum of humanity yeah um so yeah yeah i think that's a really helpful reminder mm. and you know on that
1: I think we can spend a lot of time especially now with like social media and mm. all of that we can spend a lot of time looking at other people and what other people are doing yeah <laughs> and almost wishing our lives away and thinking oh I wish I you know wish I had that I wish I was doing that and da, da, da. and actually it's it's so unhealthy. (laughs) Yeah, We don't need to do that. Like like you, everybody has their own journey and their own beauty. When you said that thing about filling the world with the, you know, sort of the spectrum of of wonder, I just imagined loads of different colors, you know, and Mm. those, those variations on shades of colors, because everybody is different and we make something up really beautiful. But what we don't want to do, if you're, you know, if you're maroon and I'm teal, I don't need to be maroon. Nice. <laughs> you do maroon. You do maroon yeah. really well. You look great in maroon, girl. Like, <laughs> and I need to be championing your maroon and not yeah. trying to be maroon. When I try to mix maroon with teal, I'm going to get a yucky, dirty brown. So no, right. actually, <laughs> not great. <Yeah. laughs> so I, but I need to kind of see the teal that's in my life and go, yeah. I'm teal. I'm yeah. teal and I've got good stuff teal's got good stuff for it it's good stuff to come for teal um even if it's not happening yet like don't kind of be looking around at people's like oh look at that sunshine yellow and oh look at that fuchsia and look at that kind of emerald green like no be teal be teal teal is awesome yeah. that was designed for you you were designed this way and I think that's I think giving everybody permission to yeah. be themselves and not to have to look, not to keep looking at other people and the people yeah. you do see around them, you doing great things. Actually, yeah, genuinely being able to find that joy for them, yeah. because they're
0: succeeding in being
1: awesome, maroon. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah <laughs> you know? absolutely. I love that. Um, it was um, Theodore Roosevelt, like one of the kind of most famous quotes of his he yeah, had quite a lot actually but it was uh, is mm. the comparison is the thief of joy mm. and I think it maybe is one of those things that we know but we don't we don't remember yeah <laughs> and and I think yeah that picture of color I find really really helpful um and just that kind of idea of just exploding into who you are Mm. being a truly joyful thing and not just for us but for the people around us too and really transformational oh Mm. I love that I feel really encouraged and really challenged actually um Mm. yeah
1: thank you um can I ask you what 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 do you find challenging about it
0: um oh tables are turned (laughs) um because I think I do put things off because I think oh I will do that when I am this I mm. will I will feel like that when I have achieved mm. this um if I could be like that then I would be better at this mm. and it's something I'm like with age I have let a lot of stuff go and become mm. better at a lot of that but I still carry it and mm. And so there are a few things that I'm literally thinking right now, actually, no, I just need to go and do that now. I can't, yeah. I don't need to wait for some magical thing to happen for me to be mm. ready. I just need to do the thing now. And then also like as a parent, I think mm. remembering the more comfortable I am with my myself in my entirety, mm. I am inviting my children to be comfortable with themselves too. And I don't want them to, ever think that they are less than or have to diminish themselves or or that anything other than themselves is exactly what they should be and if they see that in me that they they will think that is normal for them as well yeah
1: yeah no that's amazing well and it's such a gift isn't it to give to your children Mm. yeah and to the people around you whoever's like in our spheres of life that we can that it's like it's like a gift for them
0: yeah yeah and that and that is and like that's the beauty of asking this question to so many different people is is we get different answers and and then even the stuff that we know, it's mm. so good to be reminded of it. Mm. Um and things like things that I'm sure I've said to other people, but today I needed to hear that. And yeah. so it's really powerful. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs>
1: Nice. Sorry, just twist it, twist it up a little bit there. <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
0: Hmm. <laughs> hope I hope future guests don't listen and think that that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> they won't. You can strike that.
1: I <laughs> could be the edit, the after, you know,
0: <laughs> the extra content. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's good to have the conversation, though, isn't it? And and like, and that's what I hope for, like people who listen, that they. They just go, oh, yeah, and maybe create space to, to talk about what they've been reminded yeah. of and what difference yeah. that's going to make. Um, yeah. So yeah, there we go. That's cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, well, I don't know about you, but mm. after all that uphill walking and that intense conversation, I'm hungry. Yes. Yeah. So. Yes. This might be my favourite of all the choices. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Though I'm not sure that we can um, trump David Attenborough, to be fair. But, or your mum, he <laughs> sounds incredible. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we're hungry. So, what are we cracking out of the snack What's bag? What's in the
1: bag? Right. So, in the bag. Um, again, you're learning quite a lot about me today. But uh, I've got to tell you, I've got to confess to you, I don't like... <laughs> this sounds so bizarre, but um, my—I so I blame my mum for this. But she made everything from scratch when we were growing up. Okay. So like, you know, when I say everything, I mean she literally made everything. She made my curtains, she made my duvet cover. She made she she made me like a swimming costume. Wonder Woman. It's like it's crossed between Woman. Wonder Woman and Mary Poppins. <laughs> I know, and Mary Berry because basically okay. she used to oh, bake wow. everything from scratch as well. Oh, amazing. Um so you know, everything was just made from scratch, so it's got to be something homemade. Okay. And but I've actually I've pulled out the wooden spoon today, and I've made I've made a lemon drizzle cake, oh, which is which is brilliant. filled with um, a layer of lemon curd and a layer of cream. Not sure how it survived up their walk to Beachy Head, but we're gonna assume that it's still intact and it's not slipped all over the place. And that is what we're gonna enjoy, probably with like a nice. For most people, it'd be a cup of tea. For me. I like a hot water. So um okay. but piece of cake. Yeah, we're gonna have some yeah. cake. Mm. Oh
0: if you wanna be my best friend, that would be great <laughs> I'll bring you cake. I'll bring that you is, cake any day. That is exactly up my street. And when the when you said lemon curd, that was it. I was oh, all the way yeah. in
1: sold. I love a yeah. lemon. It's basically like a Victoria sponge, yeah but um yeah, with, with lemon of the cream curd. and jam, lemon curd the cre- yeah, so the cream and jam, lemon
0: lemon curd and jam. Yeah, I think Queen Elizabeth would quite like that as well. Yeah, I think she, I think she'd like that, and I think she'd, I think she'd respect the effort that you've gone to as well. Mm. I certainly do. So that's good.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, I think I might have to bake a lemon drizzle cake. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're getting a bit hungry now. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> um, well, now that we're we're sustained, we can mm. get our final question. <laughs> question done bit of energy for that um and that is Joanna how do you mature in service
1: yeah how do I mature in service okay well probably like the change question I reckon there's a few maybe there's a few parts of this I don't know we'll see we'll see what comes out my mouth um but you know when it comes to service I immediately kind of what uh springs to mind is um i I think about it in the in the context of church actually and it might not be what was intended but that's kind of what had come to my mind um and i've had such a journey with this over the years firstly like to start with i think it's really easy isn't it to to be a passenger in life and just kind of just go and do and that's okay um but i remember the first sort of my first probably experience with going oh I think I probably need to help here <laughs> and actually just saying to to God all right <laughs> I was probably like a like 20 year old or something going all right yeah. then well just do whatever <laughs> you want me to do just do whatever the first first thing whatever said, they say the need is I'll just do it um yeah And of course, we can, (laughs) of course, the biggest need um, was being with like the nought to three-year-olds. And I was like, what? I don't know anything about babies. (laughs) I'm still a baby. Um, (laughs) ah, ah, But, you know, in my, um, okay, I said I'd do it. I'm going to do it. And so I just did. Um, And so I think there's something about, you know, for me as a starting point, there was something about just being willing, um, Mm. being willing to be able to be. And then... Mm sort of fast forward quite a few years, I probably, you know, was... <laughs> I don't know if this is even correct, but I um, probably was too much, too much into it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, gave a lot of time, energy, which I don't think is a bad thing. Um, But I think there's probably a line that I reached to, to kind of... This is the maturing part. <laughs> to mm-hmm. kind of go, ah... Oh, you don't have to just like burn yourself out. You don't yeah. have to be crazy. You don't have yeah. to be crazy serving person, like doing, 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 saying yes to everything, you know, and, and this is like inside and outside of <clears throat> like church life. But I remember I would just say yes, basically, because I just mm. wanted to be a helpful person yeah. and I, and getting myself into situations where I would be run absolutely ragged. Mm. And I can't I can't remember what it was I was doing, but I think I was like, I would agreed to do someone's hair for their wedding and then I was doing this and I was helping him and I was taking this to somebody. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It was all over the place. And my mum was like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Why did you? And I was like, but I didn't know it was all just going to fall at the same time. You know, I hadn't planned it that way. Yeah. Um, which is probably now why I'm such a big planner and list maker. Yeah. Because when I make that list at the beginning of the week, Quite a nice coming full circle back to that, but yeah. it's because I actually am really. I try to be wise about what I'm committing myself to. Yeah, absolutely. and I look at it as a week and say, well, there's just too much. Some yeah. some stuff needs to come out, or what's really really important. That's I prioritise this, this, and yeah. this. But I, I have have I carved out some time for yeah. myself to chill, to reflect, to whatever it might be, to spend with friends, whatever it is. And so I actually now I'm I'm strategic and purposeful mm-hmm. about making sure that, yeah, I'm all for like helping people. I love people and I love to like to do that, and to serve and to serve people, to serve my community, however that might be. Yeah. But it's got to be, there's got to be balance. And yeah. for a while, for a good, good few years, I don't know how many, but a good few years, I definitely did not have that balance right. And it's only probably in the last three or four, maybe three years, maybe that I've able been able to go, OK, stop. <laughs> you yeah. can do these things. They're good things yeah. to do. That's great. But make sure you've got a healthy balance about doing it. Um, yeah. And also, I think I had to really acknowledge, especially in those really busy times, of over-serving. I call it over-serving. It's probably not a real thing. Somebody probably going to listen to this and go, what is she talking about? But I just <laughs> made that up. Um, <laughs> of a, a kind of, you know, it's going, it's less about the task and more about the person. Hmm. That's something I really had to kind of learn for myself and go, well, if what I'm doing, in the, in the doing of doing something, it's not really serving and blessing the person as a person that i've missed the mark yeah or if people are or if people are kind of not being built up or whatever it might be I can't really mm. think of a very good example but i hope you sort of catch my drift yeah. Yeah, um I do. is is that we've we're missing the mark we've lost the blood yeah. that's not you know if i'm trying to i remember i was quite young and i i covered Um, some dance classes for a friend and she was working i think it was like in north london in kind of a a community kind of youth center they were like planning this performance and she was like oh there's a couple of dates i can't do they've got their performance and they just need somebody to go through with them what they're doing Mm -hmm. and i was like okay i can do that but i'd come from like quite a strict kind of performance background um you know very much you know training dancers Mm. and making sure everyone looked good and um to get a good performance right so i went in there with that mindset of right okay cool we're gonna we're putting on a performance yeah but you know what it was the worst thing (laughs) because it's not what they needed yeah. They did not need that. They did not need me to go in and be a, a dance coach and, you know, yeah. to polish them and make them all perfect and shiny in the way that I'd kind of come through my training. And there's a lot not right with the way that, yeah. um, you know, sometimes that's done. A lot that's great about it, but it wasn't right for these people. And I missed the people element in it. I missed yeah. the what they really needed, which was just kind of like a big sister vibe to come in, support them, encourage them, make sure everyone kind of like knew what they were doing. So what is it you're doing? You know, not trying to make it into some polished performance. That is not what they, that was not serving them. Yeah. And I, it was quite a hard, it's a hard lesson because I really had to, I unpick lots of what I knew or what I felt I knew, what I felt was the right thing and go, actually, no, you always have to put the the people first. The people mm. have to come first before the task of what you're doing.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and we, we've, I've, I've led teams of people and, you know, expectations of people having to commit and, 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 and do the task shouldn't come above, oh, I've got my cousin's christening or baby shower, yeah. or whatever it might be. Yeah. Okay, go go to that yeah. that has to come first because that person has to come first and in their world their cousin or whoever it might be is really important so you put that person first not the task yeah the task is not it is unimportant <laughs> yeah when the person when the person is there so for me a part of my maturing was acknowledging that person first task yeah. second yeah.
0: um and then i think that, and yeah that's hmm. really helpful i think and re- I think that kind of first thing you said about recognizing two seasons as well, like mm. there are some times where you just need to do the thing in front of you, don't mm-hmm. you? <laughs> like mm. the thing needs doing. So just get it done. You do the thing. <laughs> yeah. um, and there's there's something about that just sort of graft of just getting on with it that is mm. is really educational for us, I suppose. Mm. We we kind of grow in that just getting on with the thing in front mm. of us. Mm but there is very much a time where we need to figure out what the balance is and Mm. and what we're prioritizing and I think that that sort of relationship over program like people over task Mm. um, presence over busyness I think Mm. is is a really helpful articulation Mm. and
1: yeah I think so I think on that first kind of willingness thing it's very much about putting ourselves aside you mm-hmm. know and kind of going well I don't really want to have to yeah. clean the I mean I've literally on camping trips had to clean like dirty toilets that teenagers yeah. have used the, um, it's like I don't want to do this but it needs yeah. to be done to just yeah. get it done and sort of yeah. putting yourself aside I think that's for mm-hmm. for a time that is good but yeah. the final kind of part for me of of maturing in service, and I think this is something that I've definitely learned probably more recently again in those last couple of years is really about and this is kind of what we were talking about um we were talking about receiving joy about being yourself, mm-hmm. but is that idea that sometimes the best way for me to serve the people around me is just by being me
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I don't need to have a task attached to that all the time god has created me and you and everybody with unique um you know unique gifts but not even like the overt gifts do you know just the who we are kind of gifts of you know for me being um you know being an encourager so just being able to be that to go wherever i am whether that's in church, outside of church, at school, um, Mm. wherever. Just being that and being true to that and just walking in that is serving people around me.
0: Yeah.
1: And sometimes that's enough, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. you know. And that has probably been my biggest step (laughs) of of maturing in service and going, that's all right that's okay because you're busy actually you're really busy you can't take on a million and one um things right now tasks or you can't lead teams or volunteer here there and everywhere and do 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 that's not practical right now and you've got a family so but what you can do is just be you and let that bless people around you
0: yeah oh that's so helpful and yeah really really helpful and i guess with that and the joy question as yes, my hope is that people just hear that they're enough mm. <laughs> that we want them as they am that the church needs them as they are that their community needs them as they are their family mm. needs them as they are the world needs them as they yeah. are yeah. and that explosion of color is really it's what the world needs what they need. yeah oh well on that note joanna <laughs> thank you well <laughs> yeah, what a conversation um I've loved speaking to you and in the kind of whirlwind of your life, I'm so grateful to you um, for making time to speak to me and being a guest on our podcast today.
1: So welcome. It's been so lovely chatting to you. And like you said, sometimes we need to be reminded and I almost reminded myself of things as we've, as yeah. we've spoken and worked things through. And I think it yes, yeah, it's, it's been really nice chatting to you.
0: Yeah. Thanks so much, Joanna. And um, hopefully we'll talk again sometime soon. So another huge thanks to Joanna for coming on the All Terrain podcast in the midst of a jam-packed life. I'm so glad we made it onto her to-do list. You can probably tell how much I enjoyed the conversation. I loved getting to know Joanna and I felt so much resonance with some of her answers. I'm keen to make sure I hold on to some of that wisdom and put it into practice in my everyday. Were there any moments like that for you? We'd love to hear about those and any thoughts you have on this or other episodes of the podcast. You can join in the conversation on Facebook by searching the All-Terrain Conversations and joining the group there. If you want to know more about the RAISE Children's Leaders training Joanna supported us with, please get in touch by emailing childrenyouth at salvationarmy.org.uk or give us a Google. Please don't forget to share the podcast across your social media channels. And if you're listening on Apple Podcast, we'd love it if you could give the show a rating or even write us a review. All of those things help us get the show heard by even more people. And you can also now access our brilliant sketch notes and small group questions that accompany each episode by searching for the All Terrain Podcast or clicking the link in the episode description. I'll be back soon with another guest who will be facing the four choices answering the four questions and sharing their wisdom learned along the way on the all-terrain podcast so until then goodbye and thanks for listening